1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, press conferences have eaten up a little bit of the show today, huh? I'm sorry I wasn't able to spend more time with you uh, here on this Monday, uh, but the information uh, presented during those pre- conferences I think is invaluable. Uh, also heartbreaking, though, as we know uh, since last you and I joined here to chat on the radio, two more Utahns have lost their lives to this coronavirus. Uh, one of them, former speaker of the Utah House, a businessman Mr. Garf uh, as well had his hands on the 2002 Olympics, and in fact later on in the program today, we'll be speaking to Fraser Bullock, who as well uh, was a large part of the 2002 Winter Olympics here in Salt Lake City, uh, and in fact today uh, working to bring the Olympics back here. Uh, but Mr. Bullock worked uh, hand-in-hand with Bob Garf back in 2002 and Uh, At other points, I'm sure, and we're going to hear about uh, the good life lived by Mr. Garf, who unfortunately, over the weekend, we learned, passed away due to complications with the coronavirus. Heartbreaking stuff, though there is reason to be encouraged. Dr. Dunn let us know, of course, that uh, our social distancing here in the state of Utah, it's working, and the numbers seem to support that. Now, uh, I got to bring us back around to a story which We started telling on this radio program yesterday. Uh, Utah First District Congressman Rob Bishop joined us on the air, uh, and that was not long after the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had reached out to his office uh, to to solicit some help. There were, uh, at the time, about 39 missionaries uh, in Cameroon, in the Ivory Coast, in Sierra Leone, uh, which were having some trouble getting out. Uh, Americans were having a, a hard time uh, making it back here to the United States and the church along with the State Department and other federal agencies were uh, trying to collaborate and uh, put their efforts in concert so as to pull off this task. And uh, if I'm honest, uh, he's a humble guy and won't say it. It wasn't really until uh, the office of Congressman Bishop stepped in that this task was, uh, be able, was able to be uh, brought through to conclusion. I'll let him tell uh, the rest of the story, he joins us now. Congressman Bishop, sir, how are you doing? Uh, fine. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, likewise. Uh, listen, t- t- give us a-, a quick summary of the story uh, you shared with us last week, and then fill in the-, the details which have come to pass since you and I last spoke.
0: Well, with the missionaries in the Cameroon region, they had, uh, the embassy was trying to get a lot of Americans out, and their contracts with uh, commercial planes had simply broken down. So on the 20th, we had a constituent contact us to see if we could assist in that. Uh, my staff, and in this case, Sherry Phippen in Utah staff, contacted both the church and the embassy and the mission president on that Monday. Uh, Romney and Lee staff were involved in it by Tuesday. Uh, on Wednesday, Devin Murphy, my staffer in Washington, D.C., was able to connect me with the executive director for Africa, Ben Dill. And, and I'm, I hate to, look, I've had a lot of times when I've met with bureaucrats and came out with my teeth just gnashing. This guy was totally different. He understood the situation. He didn't care about the details. He went to work that night to connect the embassy and the church, and by Friday, the landing rights were secured. The plane was ready to leave. The plane took off. The church chartered a plane to take all the missionaries. forgot to add one thing. There was a caveat problem that we faced because all the missionaries were American except for one French missionary, which that's one of the reasons the commercial flight screwed up. Church came in and landed. They got all the missionaries in the Cameroon region off. They went to Ethiopia, where they put the French missionary on a plane to Paris, a commercial. The others put on commercial planes so I, I believe uh, they went everywhere. I think they stopped in Dublin and Dulles and Detroit before they finally landed in Utah. Those, those, those kids are home now. The second one was dealing with uh, missionaries from both Sierra Leone and Ivory Coast. And once again, this is where uh, Devin Murphy in Washington got the task force director in contact with the church. Um, and then there again, commercial flights had fallen through. The church uh, provided a charter plane to go down there, giving extra seats to Americans in those areas where the missionaries were not needed. Oh, we didn't fill up the plane. So they gave them to extra missionaries there. They'll drop in Ivory Coast first, pick up about 60 missionaries and a dozen Americans, then go to Sierra Leone, where they'll pick up another 40-plus missionaries and 100-plus Americans. They will uh, stop in Madrid to refuel and probably will be landing tomorrow morning here in the United States. And, and once again, with the, this is one of the times where the State Department was just marvelous. They were, they were so good in helping us work through problems. They didn't hide behind rules. They solved the problems that sometimes those rules caused. And, and I, I have to thank the State Department and their efforts of working directly with the church to get all this done.
1: How many missionaries are we talking about here in, in total? How many missionaries needed to be shuttled from uh, point A to point B?
0: 140 plus, 140, 150, somewhere around there. And probably there were about 100, 110, 112 other Americans at the church put on their flight and
1: brought them back as well. And those 110 to 120 extra folks, folks not missionaries uh, for the church, but rather just Americans, those people are being able to, uh, or they are finding passage back here to America because uh, because there were simply some some extra seats. And uh, and when there are extra seats and there's the ability to, to help out, uh, everyone involved was willing to, to extend that hand. Uh, yeah, it
0: was. I mean, this is one of those heart-wrenching stories that makes you want to kind of tear up when you think about everyone who went the extra mile to do it. Uh, and, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you giving my staff credit for it, and, and definitely Devin Murphy and, and Sherry Tippin and my staff, as well as the rest of my staff, did work on this thing. But right, uh, Senator Romney and Senator Lee's staff were also involved. And once again, the State Department really stepped up and said, we had a problem to solve. We don't care about what the, uh, what the rule details are. We're going to solve this problem for people. And then, obviously, the church just simply saying, free of charge, you know, fill up the plane. We're, we're bringing it anyway. Get us whomever we need to to bring back home.
1: You, as a member of Congress, are voted into office to cast votes and do legislative work. Uh, That occupies the overwhelming majority of your time, and yet you also maintain the responsibility to serve as a liaison between your constituents, both individuals and organizations and companies which uh, operate within your congressional district, Uh, that type of work uh, called casework. How does this event stack up? Uh, against and compare in your mind uh, to other casework that you've been able to, to accomplish as a member of Congress?
0: Now, casework is extremely important, and sometimes it's overlooked. And it, once again, also requires someone to contact us. In this case, on the 20th on Friday, a constituent who had a kid that was in and Cameroon on his mission, they contacted us and see if we could help coordinate with the, between the church and the embassy and the State Department, and that's where we stepped in, and the State Department helped helped, uh, big time. Um, Look, all casework is is significant. The person that calls us has a problem with government. That is the most significant problem in the government or the uh, the day for that individual. Um, Some of them become really heartwarming. We're able to help people to be reunited, help people to get out of difficult situations. And in those cases, it makes us kind of, you know, you can't do it without having some kind of tear in your eye. I mean, watching some of the, uh, some of the Facebook footage of a full plane of missionaries coming back here, singing uh, Till We Meet Again, um, it, it makes you feel good that we were able to help. And I really appreciate all the staffers, the, the other offices, and the State Department for working so closely with the Church to solve a problem that, uh, that didn't need to be a problem, but they worked together. And, and this is one of the high points. I, the entire virus situation we're in is a negative, but this is one of those shining moments of people doing the right thing for one another.
1: Congressman Bishop, Rob, sir, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm grateful to you for sharing this story with me, and I am sure, too, that the parents of all of those missionaries and the family members of those uh, additional Americans who were able to uh, leave wherever they were trapped and get back to wherever they would be safe uh, are all grateful to you uh, and your staff, as well as, of course, the the staff members of the other members of Utah's federal delegation. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to be speaking to the father of one of those missionaries who was on a plane arranged by the bishop office, who is. Home now, safe, uh, and awaiting further missionary assignment. That's next. We'll be speaking to Representative Craig Hall. His son is home and safe. He'll be our guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.